I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Today we're gonna to talk about arthritis. Now, I'm a chiropractor. I'm board certified in chiropractic, orthopedics, pain management. I'm double board certified in nutrition. Been in practice 35 years. And so a lot of patients come to me with questions about arthritis. So we're gonna talk about different types of arthritis. A lot of people don't know there's even different types of arthritis. What causes it? And then what you can do to A, prevent it, and B, deal with it if you have it. So this is a real important show because everyone listening, every one of you is going to be affected by arthritis if you live long enough. And the reason is not because uh, you're getting older. Some people say, oh, I'm just old. It's, it's age-related degenerative bone disease. No, it's not. It's related to trauma if it's osteoarthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis is an autoimmune condition. So osteoarthritis, almost everybody's going to have some contact with. And if not you which I doubt it because almost everyone does, it's going to be someone you know. So you need to know the ins and outs of what arthritis is, different types of it, what to do about it. So let's start with an overview of arthritis. What is arthritis? Arthritis is an inflammation of the joints. Now, it can happen anywhere, any of the joints. There's 206 bones in the body. Any one of them can, ha can be affected. It, affects multiple, it can affect one joint. It can affect multiple joints. There's more than 100 different types of arthritis. Each one has a different cause, and each one has a different treatment method. So when you say, I have arthritis, my question is always, what kind? Most people don't even think about that. Two of the most common types of arthritis is osteoarthritis, which is called OA, if you ever see it abbreviated, and rheumatoid arthritis, which is abbreviated RA. Now, the symptoms of arthritis usually develop over time. But many times you'll say, oh, I got problems. You get it checked out. And you say, oh, it's arthritis. Arthritis just doesn't happen. For example, osteoarthritis. As a chiropractor, we see a ton of osteoarthritis patients when we x-ray them. Osteoarthritis is when the bones wear out. It can take up to 10 years before osteoarthritis actually shows up on an x-ray. So you can have a car accident today. And you say, I'm fine. I hear this all the time. Dr. Joe, I'm fine and I don't have any pain. Okay, was the car damaged? Yes. If the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. I've never been proven wrong on that statement. I've been in practice now again, 35 years. So if the car was damaged, you were damaged. You are not stronger than your car. You're not stronger than metal. So if the car was damaged, your body gets bounced around, the bones can move out of place, ligaments can tear, discs can be injured. If the bones are out of place, they start to rub up against each other. It takes about 10 years for that to actually show up. The damage is there and it's happening. You just don't feel it. That's why it's so important if you're ever in a car accident to come see us immediately. I'm fine, Dr. Joe. Let me check you out. If you're fine, we'll be able to find that out and I'll say you're the first person I've ever seen that's fine after a car accident. I'll sign off on it and I'll send you home. I promise you, you're gonna regret the decision if you don't get treatment if you have a car accident ever. So again, it takes time to show up. So the pain may show up all of a sudden, but it takes time for it to actually form. Arthritis is, the mo is most commonly seen in adults over 65, but it can develop in children, teens, young adults, anyone. Arthritis is more common in women than in men, 
and more common in people that are overweight. Now, it seems like every show, I end up talking about people that are overweight. Now, I used to be overweight. I can say the F word because I used to be fat. So I understand the struggle someone goes through when they're overweight, and I still go through those struggles. So if you want more about that, go to my website, drjoe.com, and just type in weight loss. We have over 1,000 hours of podcasts, audio and video. And so if you want to learn more about that, you can cover that. I'm not going to cover that today. So what are some of the symptoms of arthritis? Joint pain, stiffness, swelling. These are the most common symptoms that people show up with with arthritis. Your range of motion can also be affected. Range of motion is how far you can turn your body. Can you turn your head right, left? Can you rotate it, lean it side to side, forward, backward? That's called the range of motion. So you may be limited in how, mobi- how, how mobile you are. And it, 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 you, you may experience redness uh, of the skin around the joint. Many people with arthritis knows, notice their symptoms are worse in the morning. Why is that? Well, what happens is when you're moving around, you're, the muscles are locking in, they're supporting the joints, you're lubricating the joints by moving around. And then when you sleep, you just lay there. And the joints have a tendency to flare up. So mobility is the key to all forms of arthritis. You've got to keep those joints mobile. There's even something called ankylosing spondylitis. And this is a condition, it usually starts in the, in the sacroiliac joint, the low back, and it works its way up the spine, more common in men than women, and the spine starts to fuse together. No one knows really what causes it. We believe it's an autoimmune condition. Obviously, the body's attacking itself. But it's not degenerative arthritis. It's just the bones start to fuse together. And ultimately, you can lose your ability to move. That can be painful and annoying. But when it gets into the thoracic or the rib area, the ribs now don't expand and contract like they're supposed to, and you can actually suffocate to death. I've had two people in my career die of of ankylosing spondylitis. Very, very slow, very, very painful death. The only treatment for that that can actually give you relief is going to be mobilization, chiropractic care, keeping those joints mobile. You can take medication, anti-inflammatories and steroids. Yeah, okay, but if you keep those joints mobile, they're less likely to fuse up. But again, I digress. You may feel uh, loss, experience a loss of appetite due to inflammation. The immune system's uh, activity causes that. You may also become anemic, meaning your red blood cell counts start to decrease. You might even have a slight fever. Severe rheumatoid arthritis can cause joint deformity if left untreated. You might have seen people with these gnarled uh, knuckles that are all twisted around. That's rheumatoid arthritis. So what causes it? The cartilage is, is firm but flexible connective tissue of your joints. If you ever ate chicken and you bought the, bite the end off the chicken bone, like a chicken leg, and it's crunchy, that's the cartilage. It protects the joints uh, by absorbing shocks, the, the cartilage does, by absorbing pressure and the shocks created when you move and when you put stress on the joints. Now, a reduction in the normal amount of this cartilage tissue causes some forms of arthritis. Misaligned joints caused osteoarthritis, which is one of the most common forms of arthritis. Again, we're going back and forth between rheumatoid and osteo to try to cover different areas of it. Uh, An infection or an injury to the joint can exacerbate the breakdown of the cartilage. Your risk of developing osteoarthritis may be higher if you have a family history of the disease. But osteoarthritis is mechanical. What that means is bones are out of place, rubbing up against each other. The body releases certain white blood cells to attack that inflammation, and those white blood cells are not site-specific. What that means is they don't just go to one place. So I may get in a car accident. Man, my neck snaps around. I have an inflammatory reaction in my neck. Not good. The body's releasing white blood cells to break up that swelling. Those white blood cells go throughout the whole body and can attack all the joints. 
So people come to me all the time and say, Dr. Joe, I have arthritis in my fingers. Osteoarthritis in my fingers. I say it's probably a secondary site. The primary site is somewhere else in the body that's causing this white blood cell production. So if you get to the cause, you heard me say that a few times in my career, get to the cause of the problem and not just treat the symptoms, you're going to get much better results. So if my problem is in my neck and I don't get chiropractic care to realign the bones and my fingers start to deteriorate and my other joints start to deteriorate, I can treat the fingers all day. It's not the primary site. Always get to the cause of the healthcare problem. That's the thing that changes healthcare. We don't have a healthcare crisis in this country, I believe. I believe we have healthcare misappropriation. We should be treating the cause of the problems, not treating the symptoms. If it's a joint misalignment, chiropractic care. If it's a nutritional issue, get on a good diet. Cut out the bad foods. Eat foods that are good for you. Somebody said to me the other day, Dr. Joe, I don't know if I can do what you want me to do. I don't know if I could change my diet. I said, why is that? He goes, I'm really lazy. And I said, I love the fact that you're lazy. That's going to help us a lot. Looks at his wife, looks at me, what do you mean? I said, okay, I'm going to ask you not to do things. I'm going to ask you to not do things. So if you're lazy, what's the best thing for a lazy person? Not doing something. And he looked at me and I said, can you not do things? He goes, I'm really good at not doing things. And his wife kind of chuckled. And I said, okay, I want you to not eat alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. Totally passive, no active activity at all. I want you to be passive. He didn't have an argument for me because he told me he was lazy. And I said, I'm telling you not to do things. So when you change your diet, that makes a big difference. It helps bring down the inflammation. If the bones are out of place, we put the bones back in place. Now, this should be the portal of entry for healthcare, especially arthritis cases, osteoarthritis in, in particular. Get everything realigned, get the diet straightened out, get high quality nutrients into the body and watch what happens. Now we have a plan. Most people have health insurance, but they don't have a health plan. So now you have a healthcare plan. Get the spine fixed, the digestive system fixed, and the diet fixed. Pretty simple. It goes with everything, including arthritis. So other common forms of arthritis, we talked about rheumatoid arthritis, is an autoimmune disease. It occurs when your body's immune system attacks the tissues of the body. Your body's attacking itself. Remember those white blood cells we talked about, the immune system? It starts attacking self, healthy tissues. These attacks affect the synovium. That's the soft tissue in your joints that produce a fluid that nourishes the cartilage and lubricates the joints. Your joints have fluid in them and they move around like your car. They have joints and some of the joints have oil in them. And the synovium produces this fluid. Rheumatoid arthritis is a disease of the synovium that will invade and destroy the joint. It can eventually lead to destruction of both the bone and the cartilage inside the joint. The exact cause of the immune system's attacks officially is unknown. But we researchers and scientists have discovered genetic markers that increase your risk of developing rheumatoid arthritis fivefold. So what do we do? If we can get the body to calm down, if we could calm down the immune system, the body's going to be less likely to attack itself. We did a show last week on colds and flu. If you didn't catch it, go to my website, drjoe.com, and tune in. And we talked about how if you get a cold or flu, it's a lot more serious if you have an autoimmune disease because it's putting more stress on the immune system. So if you have rheumatoid arthritis, if you have colitis, if you have Crohn's disease, uh, even things like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, we're finding that when people do get a cold or flu, it makes the problem worse. It exacerbates the underlying condition. So it's really important to keep yourself healthy because one thing adds to another to another. So with arthritis and an, auto an autoimmune disease, you want to keep the immune system calm. The two foods, I'm going to jump ahead for a second here. The two foods 
that you have to avoid all day, every day, from now to the end of your life, are wheat and dairy products. Because wheat is, uh, dairy is the number one food allergen, wheat's the number two food allergen. So if you're putting these foods in your body, the body is more likely to attack those foods, which can cause a flare-up of the immune system. So here's my challenge to you. Let's assume I'm wrong. I'm not, but let's assume I'm wrong. I want you to cut out all wheat and all dairy for two weeks. None, not a bite, not a, not, nothing in, added into foods, not a little bit of wheat in the gravy, nothing. I got to get the immune system to calm down. No wheat, no dairy products. At the end of two weeks, eat some pizza with a lot of gluten in it and a lot of cheese on it, and let's see how you feel. And if that causes or triggers an inflammatory reaction, you know I was right. And I remember when I learned about this years ago, and I'm Italian. So I felt really good one day. I woke up, I said, I feel really good. I wonder why I feel good today. I always have a runny nose. I always feel sick in the morning. I always feel tired. And I felt really good. So I did what I tell my patients to do. And this is way back even when I was a student. I, I said, write down everything you eat. So I started writing down everything I eat for a couple of days. And for like two or three days, man, I was flying high. I was feeling great. And then all of a sudden, bam, it all came back. Sinuses, bloating, felt terrible. What was the common denominator? I had some pasta. We called it macaroni back then. But we had some pasta. I had some pasta. And I felt bloated. And I said, oh my gosh, please don't tell me I'm allergic to wheat. I'm having a reaction. I'm Italian. This can't be true. So what I do is I stayed away from wheat for two weeks, had it again, I blew up again, and I said, I can't do wheat products. And dairy is the same thing. So here's my challenge. Cut out the wheat and the dairy and see if you feel better. And if you feel better, don't eat wheat and dairy. It's free. I couldn't make it easier for you. So let's go back to arthritis. How do we diagnose arthritis? Seeing your chiropractor, me and my team, is a good first step if you're unsure who to see if you need an arthritis diagnosis. We're going to perform a physical exam We'll check the joints, we'll do range of motion tests, and we may even uh, take some x-rays. So extracting and analyzing inflammation levels in the blood and the joint levels can also be done. We can do something called a C-reactive protein. We can do RA factor. There's different tests we can do, blood work, to see if there's anything going on in there as well. Blood tests that check for specific types of antibodies, like anti-CCP, uh, RF, which is rheumatoid factor, ANA, anti-nuclear antibodies, these are also uh, common diagnostic tests that we can do to determine what kind of arthritis you have. We commonly use things like x-rays. We might send you out for an MRI or a CAT scan to produce images of the bones in the cartilage. This is so we can rule out other causes. Uh, maybe it's a disease. Maybe it's a cancer. Who knows? But we want to diagnose it to see exactly what the cause is. And it's kind of nice when I come back to a patient. I say, listen, we did all these tests on you and we found nothing. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's great. And some patients get upset. They say, well, what is it then? I said, well, we know what it's not. We know it's not cancer. We know it's not a fracture. We know it's not a tumor. Okay, so now let's start narrowing down the field to see what it is. So if you need a second opinion, if you've ever had a condition, arthritis or anything, you need a second opinion, my team of doctors and I would love to be your doctors. Now, in the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. I know the show goes all over the country, all over the world, actually. Um, but we can do phone consultations and what's now called telemedicine. It's not medicine, it's chiropractic. But we can do telemedicine as well to, to help you with your condition. So you can always go to our website, drjoe.com, and you can book an appointment. If you have questions, just send us some questions through the website. More than happy to answer them for you. So how is arthritis treated? The main goal of treatment is to reduce the amount of pain you're experiencing and prevent additional damage to the joints. Now, as a chiropractor, I've seen tens of thousands of cases of osteoarthritis. And when the patients follow our treatment plan, in many cases, not all, but in many cases, we can do a follow-up x-ray maybe six months or a year later, and we can actually see the joints starting to redevelop some of that cartilage. It's never perfect, 
But in many cases, it's a whole lot better. And if you don't do it, it's only going to get worse. The only promise I ever make my patients, I say, listen, I can't promise you you're going to get better. I can't promise you can help with your pain. I can't promise you nutrition is going to work, although it will. But I can promise you this. If you do nothing, the problem's going to get worse, especially when it comes to arthritis. So what will happen is you and I, or my team of doctors and you, will start to learn what works best for you in terms of controlling the pain. Some people find moist heat works really well. Some people use ice packs. Others uh, use mobility assistance devices. Maybe you have to use a walker or a cane to help take the pressure off the sore joints. But the ultimate goal is get in and treat the cause, not the symptoms. Improving your joint function is really the missing link. This is where I go crazy when I have patients come to me and say, listen, I've been to these other doctors and they say I have arthritis. They didn't tell me what to do about it. Now, that's not their fault because these doctors are not trained in the work that my specialized doctors do. Now, I'm not trained in doing surgery. So if you need surgery, don't come to us. We're not good. We can come to us. I'll refer you out to somebody. We're not good at that. But we are really good, in my opinion, better than anyone, is realigning the joints and getting the pressure off the joints. So your chiropractor may prescribe a combination of treatment methods to achieve the best results. We said heating pads. Uh, it might work, but I recommend you use moist heat only. This is going to be a key statement. Patients come to me, and I always joke about this, it happens on Monday. People are weekend warriors, whatever they decide to do, whether it's play some sports or clean a house or rake the leaves, whatever. They hurt their backs, and on Monday they come into office. Sometimes they're just sore, hey doc, I'm in a lot of pain, can you fix us? Absolutely, hopefully, hopefully we can. When they come in crawling, sometimes in an, in an ambulance, and they're just in severe pain, 100% of the time, again, 35 years of practice, 100% of the time, I say, did you put heat on this injury? And they say yes. Heat increases circulation, which can increase inflammation in acute injuries. Acute meaning pain being the primary issue. So if it's a new injury, I don't recommend you use heat because you might be messing it up. I do recommend you use ice. So you only want to use moist heat too because dry heat's going to dry out the tissue. But we don't want that. We want to increase the circulation and the moisture in the area, not decrease it. So moist heat only. What does that look like? You can buy a moist heating pad, but I don't like using these plug-in heating pads because they create an electromagnetic field. And that electromagnetic field might actually make your problem worse. I know I had right hip pain for the longest time. Could not figure out what it was coming from. It was getting adjusted. Couldn't figure it out. Now, this was at a time in my life when cell phones suddenly became popular. And I always carried my cell phone in my right back hip pocket. So I came to the revelation one day that perhaps it has something to do with it. Took it out of my pocket, got adjusted, Pain was gone. As soon as I put it back in, pain came back. So cell phones can actually increase your pain too. That's just a little fun fact for you, so be careful with that. But I don't recommend using ele electric heating pads because of those electromagnetic fields like the cell phone. So we're talking about now treating arthritis. What are some things we can do? We're talking about arthritis today, if you're just tuning in. Different types of arthritis and what you need to know about them and what you can do about them. So back to treatment again. Medications, there's a number of different types of medications to treat arthritis. Now, from a medical standpoint, again, this is not from a chiropractic standpoint, but in our offices, we try to incorporate and integrate all the healthcare professions the best we can because nobody can fix everything. So analgesics such as hydrocodone, acetaminophen are very effective for pain management, but they don't help decrease inflammation. Acetaminophen is for pain. Ibuprofen is for inflammation. So the way I remember it is I and I, ibuprofen, inflammation, I and I. Acetaminophen blocks the pain but there still can be inflammation. So when you see the acetaminophen wears off, it can come back. I have to tell you this. If you take acetaminophen, it's going to just blow out 
your stores of something called glutathione. Glutathione is an antioxidant that's found in the liver. And glutathione is the master antioxidant. Now, years ago, we learned about glutathione. And as the years pass, we're learning more and more research about how amazing glutathione is. It's just incredible how glutathione helps with everything from cancer to liver disease to inflammatory conditions like uh, 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 arthritis. So if you're taking acetaminophen, you want to make sure you supplement with glutathione. So non anti-inflammatories, things like ibuprofen, salicylates, like aspirin, help control pain and inflammation. Salicylates can thin the blood. So make sure you're very cautious uh, with additional blood thinning medications. If you're taking blood thinning medications, you might want to be careful with salicylates or ibuprofen. Menthol and capsaicin, these are creams that block the pain signals from your joints. Capsaicin is what? Hot pepper. You find that in peppers. And now for years, my grandmother used to tell me, eat hot peppers if you have pain. Grandma Esposito, little Italian lady. And now we know why, because the capsaicin can actually increase circulation. It's a vasodilator. Dr. Joe's nitric oxide support doesn't seem to have the side effects that the medication does, but it does open up the blood vessels. And we've heard me talk about that. We can use that for brain function, use it for romantic help, because uh, it increases circulation. But it also is good if you have an inflammatory reaction going on in the body to increase circulation, to bring blood to the area to help decrease the inflammation. Sometimes we give patients immune suppressive drugs like prednisone or cortisone to help reduce the inflammation. The problem with that is it helps shut down your immune system. And now you, you're more susceptible to other immune conditions that can affect the bacteria in your colon. And this is the irony of it. Antibiotics, uh, prednisone, 80% of your immune system is in your digestive system. So if you're taking prednisone or, or, or antibiotics for an inflammatory reaction or an infection, it can weaken the immune system, which can cause more inflammation. So you got to be careful with that. How about CBD oil? Everyone loves their CBD oil. It's hot stuff. There's three types of CBD. And I need to tell you, we did a show on CBD. It's on the website, drjoe.com. There's full spectrum versus broad, broad spectrum versus isolate. Full spectrum CBD has some THC in it. THC is the cannabinoid. There's a, well over 100 different types of cannabinoids. These are the chemicals found in CBD oils or in hemp oil. And the THC can actually have a psychoactive effect on you. You can get stoned from it. True CBD, a full spectrum, that has this THC in it. Broad spectrum doesn't have the THC in it. So that's the kind that I recommend because you're not going to get the effects of the THC, but you're not going to get high from it either. So the broad spectrum is the one I recommend that on our website, drjoe.com, we have a CBD oil with a bunch of other cannabinoids in it. We call it Dr. Joe's hemp oil. I take it almost every day because I find that it really helps with just general overall health, uh, digestion, well-being. So the CBD is a really hot topic right now. And we, on our site, we have, I feel, one of the best in the world. And it's Dr. Joe's hemp oil. And the website is drjoe.com. Isolate is when we take out just one of the cannabinoids or just a few of the cannabinoids. I don't like that one. It doesn't work as well. So broad spectrum CBD would be the one I recommend. And that's the kind we have on our website. So that's something else that's new to the treatment world for arthritis pain, but the effects seem to be pretty good. Also, there's a cream and you can do a CBD cream. And if you rub it right on the area where the inflammation is, that seems to work pretty well also. Now, if you have rheumatoid arthritis, your doctor may put you on corticosteroids to shut down the immune system. Again, it's an autoimmune disease or disease-modifying uh, uh, anti-rheumatic drugs. These are going to suppress your immune system. And they also, uh, there are also many medications you can treat osteoarthritis with over the, over the counter. But again, it's just going to treat the pain. We got to get to the cause of the problem. Folks, stop suffering needlessly. 
If you have pain, if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, you've ever been in a car accident ever, if the car was damaged, you were damaged, all those things, you need to come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge, soon to be in West Cobb. We want to be your doctors. And I know this show goes all over the world. We can always do telemedicine if we need to. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. The website, drjoe.com. Lots of information there, including podcasts. Tell your friends about the show. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on the WSB Radio app.